0: Hi everyone, it's Roger and James here from the What's On Disney Plus podcast. In this week's episode, we're going to be looking at what's going to be coming to Disney Plus in January. We'll be talking about the Lizzie McGuire show being cancelled. We're also going to be doing quite a bit of a review stuff. We'll be talking about Safety, Soul, The Mandalorian, On Point, and a few other bits and pieces as well. But before we jump into any of that, just want to say a huge thank you to all of our supporters on Patreon and also YouTube channel members. So first off on to Patreon, just a massive thank you to our executive producer, Sarah, for all of her support in um, just supporting the podcast, and the YouTube channel, etc. And also big thank you to Andrew, Jamie, Jacob, Chris, Darren, The Juice, Lauren, What's on Netflix. And meanwhile on YouTube, Bad Dog Gamer. Uh, Martin, Adam, Jeremy, Joshua, and yeah, that's yeah, that's everyone. So huge thank you for all of your support. Right, so let's jump into it. First off, let's jump into the list for January because that got announced earlier in the week, um, and we'll just go through each one by one and kind of talk about um some ones that kind of grab our attention. So on January the first, we'll be getting seven hundred sharks. Doctor Zeus hears, oh sorry, Doctor Zeuss Horton hears a who. Uh, Great Shark Chowdown, Mega Hammerhead, Mr. Popper's Penguin, The Wolverine is returning, also be getting um, another of those extras of The Clouds, and then we're going to be getting 10 episodes of Earth to Ned, which I was not expecting to return back. So um, that got kind of revealed earlier in the week. Uh, So yeah, Earth to Ned, I'll be honest, I'm not necessarily sure I needed another ten episodes. It does feel like maybe they split that season into two, like they did with Big Fib to kind of spread it out. But what did you think of the Big Fib returning?
1: You mean Earth and Ed returning, I assume. Oh uh, yeah. What uh, did I say? Uh, Big Fib. Um, oh, yeah. And if we remember we didn't <laughs> think anything of the Big Fib no. returning. But I don't think we watched anything from it. That no, didn't um I don't know if this was split in half or or if they decided to go ahead with another set of episodes. Um well, they apparently
0: did film this because um the the one with Kevin Smith was the first episode they actually made. yeah.
1: So it's split. Um, there's a couple of cool names in here. Like it, it'd be cool to see uh, Jennifer Goodwin. I don't know how to pronounce if it's Jennifer Jennifer. Yeah. Uh, Alan Tudyk though, yeah, uh, two very good actors you recognize uh, mm. Jennifer from uh, Zootopia and. Once upon a time, I believe, yeah. right? And Alan took it from all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Uh but then you go down the rest of the list, you're kind of like, oh, okay. You led you led with the, the biggest names. And yeah, I mean I I will check out
0: uh, Kevin Smith because I do like like him. Um but yeah, and Pen and Tanner. I do like Pen and Teller. They are they're kind of fun. But um yeah, some of these people I've got no idea who they are. Um I might recognize them if I saw them. But again, the Arthur is a bit of an odd one. They, and there's a lot of people that like it, and then there's just kind of one other one that just kind of blends in.
1: Um, but that's kind of the big one um, for that one there. I What's, mean, yeah, it's it's more content, and if people yeah. are enjoying it, then good for them. But I, yeah, I don't see myself watching any more
0: of these. No, I'm um, good to see the 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 Wolverine bat that got removed. Uh, I think it was like the beginning of November, so it's nice. To see yeah,
1: that out. was okay. that was a weird one there's just yeah. randomly disappeared and coming right back.
0: Um, I still haven't seen Mr. Popper's penguins. I do need I should sit there and I watch for- that one. I
1: actually forgot that they made a movie out of this, to be honest. <laughs> well, I to read the-
0: Yeah. I was just gonna I, say Jim
1: Carrey that's me sewed. That's fair. I, I read the books a long time ago. Uh or the book, I think there's only one. Uh a long time ago. And and then then yeah, just kind of fell off the radar. I'll probably check it out because yeah. I, I like penguins. I like Jim Carrey, and I remember liking the book. Yeah, um, moving on from there, we've got January the 8th. We've
0: got Disney Fam Jam, Fernandad, which I do want to watch. Um, Star Wars Forces of Destiny's Volume 1 to 4, Toy Story that Time Forgot. Uh, we've got those cloud extras, but they're every week. Okay, so we'll just, we won't just we will mention them again. And then we're going to get a brand new series called Marvel Studios Legends, where there's going to be two episodes, one focusing on Wanda, Maximos, and then the one on Vision. And these are going to be a, basically, basically it's just a highlight reel of the MCU, of all their best bits. And probably some other bits put in it was a little bit like they announced it and a lot of people got really excited going, hey, it's like why did they announce this last week because because it's it's basically a youtube clip video <laughs> it's like i mean i mean yeah I, i'm not expecting a lot out of marvel legends it's like that was, that was the reason why they didn't put it in there
1: yeah it's not a, it's not a big one and then they've also got uh, star wars forces of destiny which was another uh, clip show obviously it was it was ha- animated and it's New stories, but they're really short. They're only a handful of minutes long. I will say uh, there's at least one worth watching, and that is—I uh, wish I knew the number offhand—but I think it's from season one. Leia and I think Hera, maybe one of the characters yeah. right, are hanging out on um, Endor. Oh. oh, yeah, yeah. Not no, there's oh, yeah. there's one of those two, but there's one where they're hanging out on Endor after the battle, and uh, there's just some Ewoks carting stormtroopers away and it's it's a really funny clip that I I was not expecting them to do. I don't know how the rest goes. I think I stopped watching them like most of the way through season one but with them all put here in a a single package that's easy to track down rather than trying to remember it week to week and and they're short so probably check out a lot of them honestly. I do think like Disney need to kind of get their sort of
0: Things together, they make all this stuff for YouTube, and they put it all out there, and then it kind of gets lost. And some, and it's like these kind of things really should be, you know, organized. You know, they, I mean, mean,
1: yeah. To be fair, Forces of Destiny um, predates Disney Plus by yeah. more than a year, and a, yeah, at least two years. I remember, I think it was one of the first conversations I had with one of my coworkers yeah. at my current job, and that would have been like four years ago, three years ago.
0: I just remember there being a whole load of toys and there was this whole line of things that they wanted to do with it and it it never really kind of, I don't think, took off the way they, they had hoped. But moving on from there, let's move on to January the 15th. We'll be getting uh, the Eleanor of Avia season three, so that's the final season. Doctor Dolittle 3, I love Dogs, that one kind of got a bit of people's attention. Um, Mary Poppins Returns, that's also coming to... Um, a lot of these are actually coming to Canada and Australia, um, And then... One Division, first episode of One Division. Um, that one's obviously the big one. And in all honesty, I think One Division is kind of let's say the Disney Plus originals without One Division. There, it was a little bit of a slim pickings. um But One Division, obviously, is the big one. I'm really excited about you know getting a weekly Marvel Studios series. You know, we've not seen anything Marvel for a year, and then suddenly, then we're going to get One Division. Uh, should be should be a lot of fun that one. And that one's obviously dropping um, weekly and there's gonna be six episodes so that will see us right through to the end of February.
1: Yeah uh, obviously looking forward to WandaVision, we'll talk more about that as we get closer to launch. It's it's kind of nice having a, a couple of weeks in between the end of The Mandalorian and WandaVision. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people would have liked to, to jump right into another top tier title mm-hmm. but kind of kind of. I
0: don't. I don't, I don't think it's. I don't think it's a problem having a couple of weeks. Um. I think twenty twenty one will be a bit different anyway than how it works because of there being so much more. Uh. Then on Friday, January twenty second, we have got Wild Uganda, um, a new series called Pixar Popcorn, which is mini shorts starring your favorite characters, um guessing it says this collection so i'm guessing we might be getting the host season at once i know we saw them in the investors day and you got different characters and stuff involved um so that one could be good and that was it there's literally wild agandas anything that way and then friday january the 29th we're getting all four seasons of dinosaurs which was obviously something we've been expecting for a while ever since Ryan Reynolds kind of said it on ABC and then they quickly kind of deleted the clip and then they kind of like, like this like, well it didn't happen like, well you announced it on an ABC show you it, that's kind of an announcement.
1: <laughs> I I assumed that it was always the plan they, yeah. they probably still had some like legal mm. things that they had to, to go through before they could officially announce it and Ryan kind of dropped it a little early on them but I mean, this yeah. isn't exactly a surprise. Even yeah. even that announcement wasn't really a surprise. We knew this was coming at some point.
0: Yeah, I can't, I'm I'm going to check out an episode too. I can't. I can. I remember watching it when I was a kid, and I've not
1: really kind of thought about it. <laughs> I
0: thought, hello. Yep.
1: Yep. 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 Uh, I I remember watching it as a kid. It was one of the shows that I I would catch after school. I don't know at what point, but I do remember watching the final episode of it. Mm-hmm. Um, not knowing it was the final episode either because I was a kid and didn't you know follow such things I won't spoil the final episode, but it was a <laughs> uh, it was a tone shift for that yes. series <laughs> Yeah, I've, I've, I've
0: read about it this week So I, I'm gonna be looking forward to getting into that one. We're also getting epic. It says the incredible dr. Poe So I'm guessing that's the latest season um, then Ramona and Breezes which um, a lot of people have been excited about and then Texas Storm Squad and yeah that pretty much rounds out um, rounds out January and I I'd be honest I read that through and I was a bit like hmm dinosaurs yeah I'll, I'll check that out nostalgia cutting the goggles on that one mr. Popper's Penguins, I kind of would like to see that on a that that's a movie I've, I've not seen um, but other than one division I was like hmm, it's, it's a little bit it's a little bit light it's a little bit lighter I'm hoping that we get a few extra things dropped on January the 1st.
1: It is a bit light. It's still not as light as last January was, though. So no. we've got at least that going for us. Uh, I've got a couple other things on this list um, mm. that at least keep me occupied. I have not yeah. seen Mary Poppins Returns yet. So so mm. that's on the list. I want to see um, Fernandez, uh, Fernandez. John Cena as, yeah, a, yeah. as a Blue Bull. And Isle of Dogs, which was a really surprising one to come to Disney Plus because I'm not used to um, Anderson's films being... Particularly family friendly, like they're not, they're not like Tarantino violent and mm. stuff. But they almost always have like an element of like dark humor and and things like that. And like uh, this is a bit weird. I, I so I haven't seen Isle of Dogs, um, but I'm looking forward to it. But I'm, I'm a little bit gun shy of, of his movies after watching uh, the Grand Budapest Hotel. And like they that was they weird. A, that, one. that was a weird one. And they they threw uh, Jeff Goldblum's cat out the window. Uh, yeah, and I, and I kind of lost track of the movie after that.
0: Yeah, the, um, the I just remember that being. A, I remember watching it and thinking um, that was really weird. A um, couple of things I just want to notice because last night we just um, had some information drop through on the Australian list as well, and we also have the Canada list up on the website. Haven't had the UK one yet. Um, in Australia, the Myra Royal Detective Show will be dropping, and also what they're going to be doing is the T.O.T.S. episodes are starting to drop, like, every other week. Um, and they're also, and them and Canada are also getting the Book of Life and a few other movies as well, like including Flickr and uh, Flickr Country Pride and a few other bits. So there's a little bit of regional differences. Um, it's actually kind of funny because, like, Mr. Popper's Penguin and Horton Hears a Who have been kind of slowly dropping out on, like, Canada and Australia and the UK over the last, like, few months. So this tends to be... You see a, a pattern as, as stuff starts rolling out, um, but yeah, it's just just a, and quite a few different bits and pieces in there. But yeah, definitely, one division is the one that um, I'm really
1: excited for. Right, uh, goes without saying at this yeah. point. I think we're all we're all ready for that one. Yeah, we've been ready. We've been ready yes. for Marvel content. Ready for
0: a while. We're ready for some Marvel content. So we are. I mean, luckily, I'm I'm still getting Agents of Shield, so it's kind of t- tiding me over at the minute. Okay, so some big news this week and it wasn't a huge shock to me. I'll be honest was apparently the Lizzie McGuire Disney plus reboot is completely done. Um, Hilary Duff took to um, Instagram and put out an um, announcement saying, I've been so honored to have the character of Lizzie in my life. She has made such a lasting impact on many, including myself to see the, um, the fans loyalty and love for her to this day means so much to me. I know the efforts and conservation of conversations, I have been any let's try that one again i know the efforts and conversations have been everywhere trying to make a reboot work but sadly and despite everyone's best efforts it's not going to happen i want any reboot of lizzie to be honest and authentic to who lizzie would be today it's what the character deserves we can all take a moment to mourn the amazing woman she would have been and the adventures we would have taken out with her i'm very sad and i promise everyone tried their best and the stars just didn't align hey now that is what 2020 is made of um, now, I this is this is a show that just seems to have spent the entire year having problems. You know, we first heard with the, the creator of the show pulling out back in January. Then there was the whole kibosh about um, Love Victor moving over to Hulu, and then Hilary Death kind of saying, oh, that sounds familiar. And then she kind of saying she wanted to do the same thing with uh, Lizzie McGuire. Disney didn't want it. They wanted to keep it on there. She then went on a honeymoon. The sort of filming all got paused and shut down. Then we had the lockdown. And then they were having meetings to try and sort out what they were doing. And they've obviously spent all summer trying to get that happen. And then she started went, and then she announced she was pregnant. And so to me, it's just been this constant all year of just delay of reasons. I mean, at one point it was like, well, if they're all talking, that might be good. But then it's like, yeah, it's it was not going to get all in line for this year. And to be honest, for me, I look at this and I go, this feels like a massive miscommunication of what they wanted to do, and what Disney wanted to do, and they were never actually on the same page from the beginning. Maybe Disney were rushing this through to get it out there, and the creators were like, oh, well, we're just making it up as we go along, and then that's when the problems, and I know there's been this whole thing since kind of that time of Disney+, Plus, of where the entire restructured of the Walt Disney Television, and now they're making the shows, and then kind of finding out where to put them rather than the other way around. And this kind of feels like one of those shows that just, I, to me, it feels like maybe Hilary Duff and the and the creator wanted a show that Disney didn't want, and Disney wanted thought they were getting something else, and it it just to me it just sounds like you know trying to where they where she wanted Lizzie McGuire to be maybe wasn't where Disney wanted them to go.
1: That's the general impression that I've got. Obviously, we don't really know how the the conversations went on their side, but we can kind of read between the lines in some of the press releases, plus her posts on the matter. Uh, so it really does just sound like there were two sides to this. They wanted different things and they couldn't find a middle ground on it, uh, which is unfortunate. I know a lot of people were looking forward to this uh, and it does sound like um, Hillary Duff was extremely excited for it. Hmm. Um, but I also will commend her on her professionalism. I suspect she could have written a much uh, Nast here Instagram post yeah. about this And she stayed professional all the way through it So it, it, The only thing with that is Unfortunately Disney aren't putting that their side So it's only her that's been very
0: You know all the things that we found out about this show Throughout the whole year have been coming from her side About not being able to sort it out not being, And it's like obviously Disney aren't saying Anything at their side so it's a little bit like We're only, yeah she's being professional Putting it all out there but she's also been very vo- Publicly vocal about it So it's very tricky to find out the line, because on one hand, I actually think, yeah, if she's a 30-year-old woman living in New York, she has to be a 30-year-old living in New York, and there has to be an element of realism. But at the same time, it's a Disney Channel show, so therefore, there's a limit of how far you can push it, you know, and that's, and it's like, you know, this is, uh, the way I put it the other day was you know if she's trying to make sex in the city it was never that was not what it was going to be able to become and there's that, there's that line and I kind of it's like ooh, it's very tricky because it's not like if it, if this was a brand new TV series with her as a different character, I would say just go ahead and you, you make the show that you need to but if you're taking a Disney channel show from the from the from the 90s, you've kind of got this built in kind of established rules of what they can do already
1: yeah and it, you put it as like this the there are two extremes on it Hillary Duff yeah. or the the original show the Lizzie yeah. McGuire show and sex in the city and like there's no middle ground between yeah. the two of them obviously there's a lot of middle ground between mm. the two of them they just couldn't find where the middle ground met uh, at yeah, least yeah. at least to get on Disney plus I
0: think they're thinking like people are saying well they should put it on ABC or they should put it on Hulu it's like yeah, but this is a Disney Channel show. This is made by the Disney Channel. That is their baby. That's their creation. Putting it onto Hulu instantly, then, you know, they don't want to rep, they don't want to essentially put, don't want parents then starting. Go, well, we can't watch the Lizzie McGuire show on Disney Plus because of this new version. They've got to protect the old one as well, you know, and and that's the, 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 and the movie and all the rest. So they've kind of got to keep that in mind. And I think, I don't know, it's just very, I'm hoping that we don't see much more of this going forward where, they can get on board. Maybe they want to announce stuff and put her on a stage, put anybody on a stage announcing stuff until you've maybe got the scripts all signed off and, you know, yeah, this is, I think, to be honest, I think this is just one of those things of it, they, it, they ran before they were, cause they were already, I mean, they filmed two episodes. I don't think we'll ever see them, but you know, they were, they were underway.
1: I could totally uh. see Hillary Duff pulling a a Ryan Reynolds Deadpool act in here and and dropping those two, uh, (laughs) leaking those two from an anonymous source or whatever. Mm. But yeah, I I mean, at this point, the series is done. It's not Mm. going to happen. Doesn't mean that something couldn't happen in the future. They couldn't, Mm. they could come back to the table and, and work something out. Although I suspect that um, they'd rather do a different project at this point. Mm. Yeah, and
0: I, I you kind of feel like that way. Um, so yes, yeah, so those, those so that's kind of the main news of the weekend, and so we kind of want to get into some of the reviews and stuff because we didn't do any last week because we had a bumper episode. Um, it was so much the fact that me and Josh also did a, a midweek episode this week. That's a good where episode we, where we kind of went into a little bit. We were kind of were looking more at the legacy side of things as well. Um, uh, so definitely um, much.
1: <laughs> what legacy side of things? Yes. Well, this, well, that I was. Well, that was our
0: plan beforehand because that was kind of because obviously Josh does all those bits for us for uh, writing articles about legacy content. And it was very much like, no. it was like, well, because was like, well, there wasn't any. It was like, oh, yeah, for, for you, there wasn't any. For me, there was this massive drop. And then i kind of that's where the kind of the whole thing mm-hmm. came in of like, well there wasn't really any but there was also a load news as well it was a really weird one um, no i i,
1: I yeah. thought it was actually a really good episode yeah uh, you, you guys managed to turn in a good episode despite having absolutely nothing to do yeah
0: it, it. We, 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 everything kind of got um messed around a bit so let's talk now about some of the new content we're going to do the mandalorian last because we want to do full spoilers on that one so let's first talk um on point which arrived yesterday uh a ballet ballet school drama did you watch it james
1: I watched the first two episodes. Oh, um, so <laughs> <laughs> what did you think I was going to say no? <laughs> you were expecting it now. No, I'll I give it a fair shake. Actually considering yeah. um, that the other one we're going to talk about this week, safety actually came out last week. Yeah. There was actually plenty of time to sit down and, and watch mm-hmm. this. And um, while I have no connection to ballet, I do have connections to figure skating through my sisters uh, figure skating and gymnastics. So I do at least understand a little bit of this world. They're very, very similar. Um, but yeah, obviously not content I would normally be seeking out. That said, uh, it was a really good documentary. At least the first two episodes were really good. Um, doesn't really change my view on whether or not I want to go to a ballet, but seeing all the behind the scenes stuff and seeing the work and the effort and the passion, mostly the passion, you know, that's what you want out of a a documentary. Something where you can, you can tell that these people are really really into it and it captured that really well
0: yeah i mean i i had access to three episodes um before it came out um and i'll be honest i'm not gonna watch the other three episodes because i worked i've worked about an hour and a half to two hours of the documentary i was like i feel like i kind of that was enough for me Of like i i i was i enjoyed the show much more than i was expecting because i went in going okay it's about a ballet school i've really got i've got no interest in this i've and but what got me was again the passion from everyone but also it was a little bit more real a little bit more gritty it wasn't quite so super disney fluffy was it it was a they, little bit
1: more realistic they were willing to to kind of peel back the layers and go yeah you know it's not all fun and games these people actually really have to work hard out it that said it it's not like a documentary version of um, what was that Movie from a couple of years ago, Black Swan. The one. Yeah. yeah. It's not like it's not that dark and gritty, uh, and they still definitely focus on we all love being here and and dance is my passion and I, I want I've wanted yeah, to be a ballet have- dancer for everything. Yeah. <laughs> and my parents have remortgaged the house. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So on the one hand, we had the the like, I, uh, my parents are literally putting every penny they have into yeah. me being able to do this, which is a great story. And then on the other hand, we got this guy who's like, yeah, my dad won. Or sorry, it was a girl. Uh, my dad won the NHL Stanley Cup, which is the highest hockey honor uh, yeah. that you can get. And it's like, okay, a little bit of a different background. Yes, uh, yeah, but um, but I appreciate that. You see a lot of different backgrounds in this.
0: I like to, It's like seeing the kids um, like having to fix their shoes because obviously they can only wear those point shoes for a limited time, and they're trying to extend them out because they were they're you know, like fifty. I think it was like $80 a pop or something and they get through two a week and you know this kind of thing of you know them trying to get stretched out because of the you know the parents are spending money and then the kids on the on the on the subway going to school and I just thought all of that I I enjoyed that aspect I enjoyed the the three episodes I watched um and I kind of put that in well that would have been nearly like a two-hour movie that was been enough um I kind of feel like I got the hint we did actually a few years ago, we were in London around Christmas time, and the Nutcracker was on at the Royal. Um, I can't think of where it was, somewhere in um, the middle of London. And we wanted, my wife wanted to go, and we ended up. I tried to get the tickets, but they were completely sold out. But yeah, it's kind of. I, I would. I sort of you know, seen a little bit of the Nutcracker and the previews and stuff. It was like I probably would. I would something like that. I could probably maybe go and see just to experience it to see what it's like. Not something I want to see all the time, but it's sometimes those kind of things are trying different things out. But overall, I was I was impressed. I was like, okay, this was a lot better than I was expecting.
1: Yeah, no, it's it is really well done. Uh, very good quality. If you're into ballet, you absolutely should check mm. it out. If you are curious about ballet, definitely check it out. If you've already formed your opinion on ballet and you, this isn't going to change it at all. But uh, I did develop quite a bit of respect for all the people who did. I, I already did, like I said, I've got that. Yeah background with uh, watching my sisters do figure skating and gymnastics. So I'm like, yeah, the people who take this seriously, they really take it seriously. And it's a true, you know, it's not like something you do for two hours on the weekend kind of thing. Um, And also, as I said, back at the beginning of this, you could tell that every single one of the people that they talked to were really passionate about it. and. Honestly, just listening to people be passionate about something that they love in and of itself doesn't even matter. They could be talking about like ant farming or something, but if they're really passionate about it, you kind of get into it too.
0: Yeah. no, I I thought thought it was good. I think it's a a good addition to the Disney plus library, more variety, what we need. It also shows me that Disney licensing and kind of going out and finding other people that have either made stuff or making stuff, it was a good idea to give us some variety, some different, because um, that's what I enjoyed about this one. It was a little bit more different. Moving on from there, let's now let's talk about Safety, which arrived on Disney Plus last week. American Football. Well, I say it's an American football movie. It was all about um, a, a guy going to university. He's there. He's escaped his, his you know, his mum was that, um
1: Alcoholic. Was on, a drug addiction, a, something.
0: Drink, addiction, something like that. Um, and I don't think they even... Yeah, and, and they ended up, he ended up having to basically take his brother in because his mum got put into rehab and so they were basically hiding him trying to hide him at school and I thought that aspect of like you know trying to hide him putting him in a duffel bag and kind of carry. I, I thought that was a that was a fun bit I mean it was, it was sad in one way but it was like he kind of got the humor of it and it kind of played up you can imagine you know a load of you know teenagers and of like that thinking that was. They could get away with that until a real realisation comes in and then everyone kind of going around and trying to help him but also his unwillingness to kind of accept help as well he wasn't you know he wasn't kind of straight in. and I just I really enjoyed it I I got to the end of it I mean there was a number of times where I was a bit teary up and I wasn't expecting it I went into this movie going it's American football I don't like I don't really care about football And it was football was like not even a major part of it. It was about the the team work, but it wasn't about let's go win the cup. And if we don't win the cup, you know, our lives are over kind of what you usually get with these kind of movies. of You know, if they don't win this amazing cup, they're they're set up for life. And yeah, it doesn't really matter. But um, this was not about football.
1: Yeah, uh, there's a lot of football scenes in it. Uh, for people who, who want to watch it for the football aspect. But it's mostly uh, training camp and, and um, a practice and getting ready. There are, there are a couple of uh, scenes from one game that they played towards the end. But it, like you said, it's not even an important, really important game. It's not one of the bowls. It's not one of the championships. Uh, it was a it was a game they had to win to get into the championship, but they don't even really worry about, like, well, oh, actually, we won.
0: They walk in. They walk into the state. They oh, no, that, that
1: was the, the last one. I was talking about the one before that. Yeah, but I think that was that was the thing that kind of got me was
0: it wasn't about right, right. That's that it wasn't a, it wasn't the, the driving plot wasn't that if they lose if they win this game their entire life is you know and there's no big stage show that they've got to put on and you know this that whole typical thing that you know right, right. in reality doesn't make a bit of a difference. Um but I really I really enjoyed it and it's really um you know I've been very vocal about the fact of getting people to watch it and to keep saying Just don't think it's just an American football, because it kind of pushes on that a little bit, maybe
1: more than it probably should do. Well, that's how they draw people in. I mean, this is it's it's the sports movie tactic that that you draw people in with the big sports game, whatever, maybe football, hockey, ballet, anything, Hmm. Um, and then you you tell the story you actually want to tell. Uh, And one thing I appreciated about it as well is is it never stayed with any one particular. bit of the movie for too long like you were talking about them smuggling the kid around in the dorm rooms and hiding him from the ra and and all that that actually doesn't take all that much of the movie that's probably like what a 20 25 minute bit and then they move on to the next problem and they solve or or don't solve Mm. the next problem and then there's another problem and then they you know they have to deal with the ncaa and all that fun stuff but i was kind of expecting almost like a home alone style antic where it's going to be like an hour of them you know like yeah jump across and get them over here get them into the bathroom over here and you know oh uh, we're gonna have to hide them under the bed while the ra does an inspection or something like that and they they completely avoided almost all of that yeah which was good they kept, yeah they kept, i mean i just found as a i,
0: I wish this movie to maybe come out maybe in the summer or it, it felt like at the wrong time to drop it just before christmas because it didn't have you know like at least like I mean be even like Black Beauty had a tiniest little bit of snow to kind of give off that vibe of the hollow that yeah whereas this was like no this was a summer movie this was this should have been it's it, it, I don't know and I that was the only thing I did think of but I, overall I was very impressed with it very happy with it very high up on my you know Disney Plus originals now and I'm going you know something I had you know, because it's like there was free sports movies announced during the investors day. And i I go, OK, well, we're actually with safety. You've actually set these up now that I will give them. I'll probably go into them a little bit more um, interested. You know, they're like the Greek freak and all the rest of it that they're doing. In fact, OK, safety's actually set me up that I'll give them a little bit more of um, maybe a fairer crack. <laughs>
1: But safety is really good it's a really solid movie i think the only reason i could think of to put it now instead of like in the middle of football season well mm. we are we are actually technically in the middle of football season or towards the end i haven't been following i know covid has kind of made things weird in any event um the reason i think it's out now is that it puts it right in line for for when people would normally be starting to think about gathering together as family and i know a lot of families will Will be like spending you know, Christmas.
0: I know they finished filming most of this filming, but they had to stop, and then they had to go back and do a little bit extra at the end um, to kind of finish up. So maybe it was supposed to be on. Because um, again, there's not really like special effects. It's a much more easier. But this is the kind of movie that we're going to see a lot more of on Disney Plus because it's stuff that Disney loves to make, but the the box office isn't there for it. But streaming it's the perfect home for these kind of Disney have got a massive history of of these kind of sports movies, but there's no box office draw for them. So this, this is like the perfect way for them to do these kind of movies that they love to do.
1: Yeah. And I would recommend this as one of those uh, like you're getting together with the family uh, 23rd, 24th of December. Soul hasn't been dropped yet. Cause that's a Christmas movie mm. uh, or it's dropping on Christmas uh, for everyone. Who's not you anyway, Roger. Uh, and yeah. We'll get to that in a second. Yeah. Um, this is a good family-friendly movie that you can watch on Christmas Eve and feel good. At, presuming you're not going to watch something like Scrooged or, you know, Muppet Christmas Carol or something. Yeah. So speaking of Soul,
0: that one's going to be coming to Disney Plus on Christmas Day. Um, I have seen it. I did put up a video review and a written review of it. Um, going to be honest, very, very well done. Very good movie. Very enjoyable. Very different. Um... It's kind of one of those weird things about most of the movie. Is kind of you know, you get a little bit of him at the beginning on Earth, and then obviously he dies. I mean, there's no point in spoiling, there is something that's in the trailers, it's kind of has to happen. So he ends up going up, he's not ready to give up because he still wants to put on this big performance. He ends up coming back to Earth. There's a whole other aspect to it that I don't want to get into and spoil, um, which the kids are gonna like, and I think, and then kind of the whole thing of like you know you know, what's your life worth? It's quite deep, very kind of into that hoe, you know, what what is your life? What What is it about? What, you know, your legacy? You know, why are you here? Very, some deep things that I think the parents and adults are going to really enjoy that will go right over the kids' heads, but they will just go, oh, look, it's a funny little thing flying around. Um, And I think that's where sort of Pixar was at its best. I think adults are probably going to enjoy this, probably more so than kids. I don't... I, I don't know if, if kids are going to watch it in the same way as maybe everyone's. There are some cute things and some funny things going on in it, but I think adults are going to see it. There's a very different a different line in there, which I think they're going to really enjoy. Visually, um, like the bits in, in Real Earth um, just look amazing. I mean, you can really tell they're really putting a lot more into like the design of it, the backgrounds, the characters, they all look great. And then, the, you know, when it goes cutie, you know, with the, you know, when they're on the great, I think I would, the great beyond or something like that. Um, It's very bright and colourful and soft and just some wacky customs. Um, Kind of reminds me in some ways of Inside Out because it was the same director, but it's kind of, it feels like an extension of, you know, if if you enjoyed Inside Out, you're probably going to enjoy this too because the whole aspect of little creatures and your soul and all this, it was just very, very good. Um, obviously it's coming to Disney plus on Christmas day. The reason like the previews and everything came out like so early was because back in, in October, they put it up for a film festival in France. And so there's some presentations cause they were getting ready to obviously release it in cinemas in November. So they started like the, the press tour and was like getting it all out there and reviewers were seeing it and there was reviews out there of it back in Oct- in october so that they ended up putting out the reviews a lot earlier because essentially there was already a, they'd already kind of started way earlier than they would normally do it because you don't you know under normal circumstances we probably wouldn't be getting reviews until maybe this past week but i a really enjoyable movie i I don't some people saying about the best picks. I'm, I I don't necessarily agree with that. I do think it's very good, and I think it's a perfect Christmas movie for people to sit down and watch. But adults are really going to enjoy. I think a massive portion of this movie.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to checking it out on Christmas. Uh, it the trailers to me made it look like Inside Out crossed with All Dogs Go to Heaven. If you remember yeah. that movie <laughs> from back in the day. Um, so uh, was, yeah, oh, I'll have to made, wait and yeah, see. Um,
0: I remember with um, all things go home because I think we were like kids and we were in America and I remember seeing billboards for this for that movie and all like the Happy Meal toys and never actually ever saw the movie so all the publicity
1: everywhere but it's a a weird movie it's actually a very very weird movie um but yeah looking forward to seeing it uh don't know if I will see that or Wonder Woman 1984 first uh, but I'll, I'll be watching both on Christmas, actually.
0: Yeah, it's it's, it's a shame, really. It's like over here. I mean, it's like cinemas, but there's no chance of. I mean, most of
1: the UK is kind of. Oh yeah, no, now. specify. I'm watching that on HBO Max. I'm not watching that. Yeah, anymore.
0: um, I'll, I, if they had it on rental, I probably I would definitely watch it, because um, I do want to watch that movie. But Soul, I think is it's always this kind of big thing of everyone kind of going. It's going to be Wonder Woman versus Soul. So they are completely different places they're not
1: e- they're not even on the same you know th- th- they are different audiences they are different yeah but like, people people for some reason they'll always put up a fight like oh it you know are you is it going to be the golf tournament or are you going to watch like uh i don't even know are you, you going to watch yeah are you going to watch <laughs> golf or are you going to watch paint dry I, I mean and and the the internet forums will argue the point for the next four years long after anyone stopped caring about any of it
0: the thing is for me it's soul is going to be one of those long-legged movies it's going to be one of those ones that will just keep that will probably just kids are just going to keep watching and watching and watching and it'll have good viewing over the whole of the holidays um whereas like like wonder woman you only got 30 days and then it's going out and then it's going somewhere Which... else it's just weird yeah it's a very weird thing and in some ways hbo max has kind of shown they went a little bit too aggressive and now that's actually coming back and showing highlighting some of the problems with what what is apparently it's fun that how thing really with one of them is apparently marvel like renegotiating contracts and sorting out things for their new movies where all this kind of going straight to digital and Premium access is now starting to be put into the actual contracts before they even start filming, which makes a lot of sense because I think they've all very much realised that this this day and date releases and I think it's it's this is going to be around. This is it now. I mean, I think we're setting this up. I was watching um a film show on the BBC yesterday, and he was pretty much saying, you know, this whole thing with. Very on demand and at cinemas at the same time is definitely going to be something that we're going to see a lot more of. But moving on from there, so that is, did you watch anything else this, uh, recently before we jump into The Mandalorian? Mm,
1: nothing worth mentioning, honestly. A no. uh, couple movies, not Disney Plus stuff. uh watched, oh, what did I watch last week? um One of the Ghibli movies. That was an HBO Max yeah. one, though. So, uh, really good time with it and i can't even remember which one it was it's, it's but i did like it things, yeah it's kind of one of those things right now just like just trying
0: to find anything to kind of watch That's um i think the only thing we started watching was that um that hidden wolves thing i think that's on hbo max in the u.s um oh like yeah a, yeah that um,
1: looks interesting
0: yeah it's a bit weird it's kind of connected to alien but it's not connected to alien because they're trying to get him on to do the fx show which will obviously end up on disney plus star but there you go um yeah this all going to be a bit weird so let's now talk the mandalorian so we haven't um, talked about last week's episode as well. So we'll kind of be, mix them all up. But we're just going to say it right now. We're going to go into full spoiler zone. If you haven't seen it, um, watch it. But we, we, there's not really a way we can do the whole season without talking about spoilers. So what did you think of the last two episodes of The Mandalorian?
1: Loved them both. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think anyone's even remotely surprised. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, they, they were fantastic. Especially episode eight was just minor quibbles here and there throughout it but overall exactly what we needed for the final episode of season two
0: right so there was this one bit with um, the the Mandalorian's finale did something I don't think Star Wars has ever managed to do I'm sat there and go, I'm, I'm like tearing up I'm going why am I crying over a puppet um. <laughs>
1: It's not a puppet, it's baby It's baby Yoda. I mean, apparently this puppet is so amazing that actors have actually given directions directly to the puppet. Like, I yeah. I need you to do this. Not talking to the puppeteer, yeah. talking yeah. to the puppet, I need you to do this action.
0: It, it was just like, I was just like, okay, what, how, what? And it was just like, I mean, the fact that he took the mask off, I mean, it's, that, is the, that is what you call the a setup, isn't it? Where they can, they've built this whole thing up over like seven hours so that when he does reveal his face to you know baby yoda that that means so much because
1: they've well, established it it's not even just seven hours it's the entire series uh, yeah. season one season one was the answer, they, they, yeah. they, they hammered it to, into your head he does not take the helmet off he does not take the helmet mm-hmm. off uh, he has that one moment where he he might take it off for the woman on you know the that forest world and he doesn't um, and it's a big deal because, like, IG Ten uh, or Eleven, whichever one it was, uh, was like, "I'm not a human, so I can I can see your face." And he takes off the helmet for that. But this entire season, right from the beginning, has been kind of breaking down his, uh, let's say, dogmatic belief. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, right from the beginning, they, they reinforce it uh, with the the sheriff taking off his helmet. He's like, "Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! You're not a Mandalorian." He took off the helmet. And then, of course, Bo-Katan coming in and it's like, oh, well, okay, maybe some Mandalorians do take their helmets mm. off. And then episode seven, where he's like, I'm not supposed to take my helmet off, but I have to do it to complete this mission yeah. for like, baby Yoda. Yeah. And and he does it, and that's all, that is the entire arc building up mm. to episode 16, where he they finally, got me. They got me. <laughs> where, yeah. Where they, where he takes off the helmet and and not just that where baby Yoda actually touches his face and you think about it yeah that's probably the first non-droid yeah. thing that has touched him since his parents yeah. died yeah I mean that's a long time but they've even built that
0: whole thing up with his hate for droids right you know I mean the dark the dark droids I mean the dark troopers dark troopers yeah I mean they just looked I mean I'm gonna be honest though um I mean Luke certainly, certainly
1: made them into, like for more than a guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. let, let, let's talk about the <laughs> Luke scene because that's, that's another one of those things that we've been waiting for for a very, very, very long time. Um, what I love about that sequence is that it's the first time in almost all of Star Wars mm-hmm. that we've ever seen the Jedi from an outsider perspective. Yeah. Because everything in Star Wars is all about the Jedi. All three trilogies. Uh, Solo, they don't play into it. Rogue One... We'll come back to Rogue One in a second. Yeah. Um, but then the shows, they're all Jedi, except for Resistance, which didn't have any in it, except for like one or two bits. Uh, so we always see it from the Jedi perspective. And in this one scene, which they have built up the entire episode around, yeah. you guys are so screwed right now. The, yeah. These dark troopers are just gonna roll over some of the best fighters in the galaxy. And then Luke just pops in and is like, I, yeah, they're not a problem. And you get to see like how much higher level Jedi are than everybody else. And also, but also seeing Luke at his best,
0: you know, he yeah, is now, you know, he is no longer, you know, he's beaten the Empire. He's done, you know, he is a Jedi. And the thing is, it kind of it, it rather than going, okay, is it Ahsoka or is it Ezra? That was where I, my mind was going because I was, I well, was like, I, I know there was a lot of talk online about Luke. Luke turning up, Luke, and I'm like, they're not gonna do Luke. Then the, I had I put it in like, don't be silly, they're not gonna do Luke. I Luke's, didn't think they were gonna do Luke either. I just like they're gonna stay away from the Skywalkers. They're, they're not gonna do Luke. So I was expecting a because I'm like, well, she's gonna turn up at some point. And she didn't. So she got out, and then of course the lightsaber went up. And I'm going go, well, hold on, that's one lightsaber, so it's definitely not a soaker. And then it was like, that's a green one that's luke, that's, luke. It's, it's I, like, that's, and i was like that's luke like, that's not because i was expecting ezra to be the the kind of the, the one to come in and of course and then it's the black hand and, then, and of course they weren't revealing his face and they probably should never have done that <laughs>
1: because i, they, uh, I hated that trickle.
0: face oh i thought it looked awful it
1: it looked better than tarkin dead
0: it's not I'm saying just, much like, and it's to say like hello my name is luke oh yeah <laughs> <That's> no
1: no <just, laughs> sorry not to go too much of a tangent it was very clear that they were told the whoever was under the actual mass to be like just don't move we need to cgi the heck out of this so do not move um it it wasn't horrific but it was definitely like a maybe maybe you guys shouldn't have done that um i knew it was luke the second it was an x-wing i was yeah. like that there is only one person in the galaxy who where a single x-wing shows up and you're just like oh no that's luke right there like, oh one x-wig and it's like and i what the other thing i really
0: loved i loved that moth gideon played on the fact that he knew that there was gonna that he was forcing gonna force um the mandalorians to fight and he knew exactly what he was doing um you know see i didn't
1: I, actually i didn't actually
0: like that sequence See, i thought that was great because you know he's like gonna oh, th- take the thing i don't want it i've got i've got no idea what it is you can just take it you know, and you can see again. Well, I can't take it, and we need we need to fight over this. And it's like, and I I was liking it more from the from Moff's point of view because you could see like the glint on his eye just like going, ha, 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 I got you. <laughs> I
1: li- I liked that aspect of it. We need more Moff Gideon. I'm glad that yeah. they didn't kill him off, and I, I want to see more of his stuff. Um, but the problem with that, and I I need to go back and rewatch Rebels to to verify this, but it was like, didn't Sabine just hand the dark saber over to Bo back in the day, like? here you go. You be the leader of the Mandalorians. I mean, this, this specific issue felt like artificial drama to me. It was just like, now we're just going to throw this in just to, to spice things up a little. I was like, plus they already did the, the artificial drama at the very beginning of the episode. Let's, let's jump back to that real fast where um, uh, Mando and Boba Fett show up in the bar and, and Bo-Katan and her friend are there and, all they had to do literally all he had to do mando just comes in hey we know where moff gideon is you want to come with that's it yeah. that's all they had to say and instead they do this like whole five minute thing like well sasha Fett... banks had to get a d de- had to get some wrestling moves in that, was, they that was probably in the contract they so absolutely with with a jetpack on it looked awesome as <laughs> no no uh, i'll grant you it was a cool fight the thing is they could have stuck that in anywhere they could have put that in towards the end that there's absolutely plenty of reason for Bo-Katan and Boba to hate each other or at least to not trust each other to the point where they're going to fight. It's just that particular scene, it was so obviously forced. It's like literally just lead with the important information. That's all you need though to I, do. Though I did have to think that ending with them on the ship with Luke coming in would have
0: been very different had Boba Fett been in there with him. <laughs> that that would, have would have been hilarious. Can't, I can't imagine because I put the clip in with... Um, the video I put up yesterday, and I'm are going,
1: uh yeah, he, he really wouldn't have been that, that happy to see Luke. <laughs> well, we'll come back to Boba Fett in mm. a second. I, I wanted to to mention this, going back to Rogue One really fast. That whole sequence with Luke going through the ship and just ripping yeah. the dark troopers apart. That was the Rogue One moment. You know, we always talk about yeah. that Darth Vader moment at the end of Rogue One, where you finally get to see Darth Vader actually just be Darth Vader. And this is where you get to see Luke be Luke. You get to see him be a Jedi. And aside from his fights with uh, Darth Vader and a bit on Jabba's uh, sail barge, you really don't get to see that much. So yeah. it's great to see Luke just be a complete like instrument of devastation. Yeah, because because uh, I'm sitting there. Because, I mean, I, I love... Um, I play a lot of... Uh,
0: Star Wars Legion, which is a miniatures game. I go, oh, we need, we need, um, you know, we need dark troopers. We need them in the, in the game. Oh, I'm, I'm sure like, no. they're coming. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, but then Luke gets in there. He's going to be able to wipe them out. <laughs> it's going to be useless. <laughs> That's also part of the game. <laughs> but it was like, yeah, it was this kind of thing. I was, just like, I was just, I got to the end of that episode. I was like, wow. Um, that had... And that had been building up. I mean, I thought they were going to leave it with a cliffhanger going into season three. They didn't. And it was like, you know, and sort of Mando kind of giving giving blessing to go with for gru to go off with Luke. So um, that leaves a whole other thing of what goes on with Kylo. But it kind of like, the, and now there's this whole mix, especially because they went full Marvel and did an ending credit. Now, I for, st- for some reason, I left the credits on because I was... Um, I don't know why, I think I, and normally I would have just turned it off because that's what you normally would do It's like, I, I left it on, but, and then suddenly this, it comes up at the end, I'm like, well, what, I hate what? And then we had this whole other thing. I'm like, the book of, the book of Boba Fett coming December, 2021. I'm like, you know, instantly grabbed the laptop. <laughs> it yeah. just like, um, what? I was like, I know we've been, you know, there've been rumors of this Boba Fett spinoff series for ages and then suddenly it's like well you you didn't announce it last week and you kept it for this this is you know this is that's a pretty big feeling and like um i was like okay they are they are doing the Boba Fett spin-off or we don't even know because it i mean there's this kind of question and i know you brought up just before we recorded is it the third season of the Mandalorian is it i think it's definitely a spin-off series for Boba Fett there's a we- really weird name but
1: we'll have to wait and see um because december 2021 does line up with what we know of the release date for mandalorian season three so it could uh we christmas 2021 is what they said Mm. um so we it could line up it could be them running two shows in tandem one with boba fett and Mm. fennec and one with mando and and his group uh it could yeah. yeah Yeah, or it could just be, you know what, Mandalorian in this case refers to Boba Fett. We're going to do a season of that. We're going to let these guys rest for a little while while they do some scouting and try to find Grand Admiral Thrawn and stuff like that, or whatever they choose to, to end up doing. And then season four will come back. We don't know. We're going to have to wait for an official announcement on I, that. I think the only trouble for
0: me is the Mandalorian now is set up that it's Mando. Right. You know, I would, I, agree, think, I would agree I, with that. And that's a bit like, you know, doing, you know, you can't, that, he, that he is known as the Mandalorian. That's kind of his, his 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 name now, and therefore, I don't know they can
1: necessarily turn it over. Yeah. Um, it's not it's not Din. It's the Mandalorian, just like it's not Grogu. It's well, it's like because I, I remember we we you know like had an action figure for it. It had
0: like Din, and I'm like and I remember doing the review. Well, who's that? And it's like because they they didn't they I think they they I mean they mentioned it once. He he never mentions his name, and so like. So that was the thing. He is, he is Mando. You know, that's what we all call him.
1: He's Mando and baby Yoda. Not, yeah, not Dan in the program.
0: No. Um, so I, I think it's going to be a spin-off. I think this is where it's, this is what got me with the Rangers of the New Republic being a crossover event. Sounds to me along the lines of we are bringing things together for, you know, like they did with, I don't know, Legends of Tomorrow. Well, this, or, this is more yeah. like an MCU kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. The Defenders kind of thing. And so I do, I, and I could quite easily, it depends really on how long the Boba Fett show is. Is you know, it ep- Will the Boba Fett show have as much impact as Mandalorian? Maybe they're going to run, you know, it, maybe it's a movie. Maybe it's just a couple of episodes. It could be a four episode arc and then the final one, you know, and then the Mando kicks off. You know, we just don't know. Um, but it's very exciting. It's just like, we went from like, we were, like we're only going to have like one series a year to suddenly now we've got like four things on the flow at once but we also had heard that they started filming the boba fett series last couple of weeks ago and that the mandalorian season three was pushed back a few weeks to come a bit later on so but there again the mandalorian could turn up in the boba fett episode on christmas eve or christmas and that could be the way of kind of being
1: correct See, I don't think there'll be too much of a crossover between these. They, they're they going to want to leverage it to a certain degree, obviously, and they're going to want the popular characters crossing over. But the way that they set up the Boba Fett series in that little uh, uh, post-credit trailer, mm-hmm. it, it really looks like he and Mando are off on two completely different yeah. paths. He's going to be building, rebuilding Jabba the Hutt's empire or, or something mm-hmm. like, along those lines, whereas Mando is going to be off with bo uh retaking mandalore hunting down grand admiral thrawn who knows yeah. doing something but i'm sure that they will find some way to weave them all together so that at some point mando will be in boba fett and boba fett will be in the mando series and it'll just be you know fun all around well actually in some ways i think now i'm like man you know boba can
0: go off and do his own thing he's he's done he's, he paid his price he's got his armor back he does there's no more need to have him connected to mando and I just, but also apparently
1: Fennec is going to be in the Bad Batch. She's going to be I, in there as well. I, I caught a couple of glimpses of her in the Bad Batch trailer uh, yeah. that was released not that long ago, uh, or at least her mask. I assumed it was her, but we saw her mask, the one yeah. that she wore back. But she's in confirmed one. as well that she's going to be in it. And yep.
0: they're all just like interlinking. And it's just like, this is great. I mean, the buzz over Star Wars yesterday was just like, and everyone's going, don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. It's like, yeah, it's like. This is so hard with, and um, I don't know like people. Are, hey, this is an awful time. There. Like, yeah, but no, no, but Everyone is going to have a problem, no matter what time it goes up. This is just how, and the internet. You know, it's like I mean, people say in a comment, "Oh, the, you've ruined the book." It's like, yeah, but if you don't know what the book of Boba Fett is, you've got this. Doesn't it's, it's not a picture of Luke Skywalker going it. <laughs> it was like you know the definition of how it all works and you know where they release it. It is very tricky because you know, if they release it in the evening on the, in the US, the whole of Europe and India gets, you know, some at some point, a massive chunk of people will not will have to be asleep when it drops, no matter where it goes. <laughs> There's always yeah. that kind of thing. Of, I know, obviously, I think on the on the West Coast, it's a little bit easier because it drops at midnight, so a lot of people stay up and watch it that way, but. I'll be honest, it was 8 o'clock in the morning. My wife had just said, I'm just going off to the supermarket. It's, it's 5 to 8, I'm up, and there we go. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, carry on. I, um, yeah, I, just a fantastic series. It's definitely, you know, it's it just continued that trend of just giving us... And season two has been on such a better level than season one.
1: I mean, I really enjoyed season one, but season two just kept building and building and building. Um. on it. I was gonna say the same. Season one was already a pretty high starting point, especially those last couple episodes. Mm. And season two has just been on a completely different level. Like I remember way back when we, way back, when we started um, the Great Dragon episode, the first episode of season two, we're like, did they blow their entire budget on that fight? Uh, is there gonna be anything left? And of course it just kept escalating and escalating other than episode two, the the ice spider, which was still a, a good episode. yeah well they had the x-wing chase and you know all sorts of little baby spiders trying to eat baby yoda because he ate a baby spider and so on um yeah but i think that helped actually set up the
0: eighth episode with the x-wing turning up because you had that whole thing of you know they've already interacted at some point and come to help him
1: <laughs> that would that would have been funny if it had actually been dave filoni showing yeah. up to, to literally <laughs> oh, yeah, save, save them the universe and- <laughs> i saved star wars now i'm going to save the mandalorian now <laughs> if there had been two x-wings uh that came yeah. in i would have been like oh yeah. wait why do i care that these two random people are showing up but one x-wing is like okay that's luke um but still i want I actually i, I want to cut now I, I want someone to cut where it's dave filoni who shows up yeah. <laughs> at the end it's,
0: i mean the thing is i think i think the thing that's so good about this is it's done one thing that um you know, with the whole of The Last Jedi and the rise of Skywalker of how that all went down. And sort of Mandalorian seems to have just come in and just kind of gone, this is like the Star Wars everyone loves, you know, like like I said, my, my, my Star Wars Legion group, everyone's just buzzing, you know, there's just, and my Facebook feed was just full of people, not necessarily, you know, people in the Disney plus community, these are just, you know, friends and all the rest of um, it and people excited about it and like loving it and loving. And it's like, it's just been really nice to see that of where star Wars is that is actually meeting people's expectations and exceeding it and keeping people happy, which is very hard to do nowadays. (laughs) Um, and it's just like, you know, it's just nice to see that.
1: Yeah. It's, and it's a sign of, of a good show at the end of the day, you know, Uh, if it was just star wars people going yes finally we get we get our show that'd be one thing i mean it'd be a good thing to begin with but when you've got people who are not typically star wars fans you know they'll go see the movies and that's about their full interaction with star wars which is totally fine that's that's what they're there for um but then them coming out and being like hey have you seen the mandalorian this this was great i love this This is fantastic because it's yeah it's a different level
0: yes it's definitely it's been a highlight I mean Mandalorian is going to be one of those shows it's you know this is going to be a Disney plus staple for years we're going to get so much more Star Wars coming up and yeah I'm just really kind of ended them going the nice the thing is it's really nice now I did say this to my wife yesterday was like it ended and then I was like going yeah, but we've only got three weeks and then we get a brand new Marvel show every every Friday morning and it was that kind of thing and then after that I got Falcon and then after that I got Loki I've got we and I was like god we've you know we've had like what 10 10 11 weeks of having good stuff with the right stuff and Mandalorian and I'm like go yeah we've got this coming up for months yeah you know, we got a few weeks a few weeks you know where there's, there's not but in generally you know we've got a really good lineup coming up and it was like we haven't got that drought that we had, you know, when Mando
1: finished at Christmas, we didn't really get that till October. Yeah, basically that the, there were a couple of good things that dropped yeah. here and there over the course of the year there, but there was nothing consistently the way there was with Mandalorian and the right stuff. And this is what I was saying last week in, after the investor call though. Mm. We've got the quantity this year or this coming year, 2021. They absolutely have to keep the quality up. Uh, Mandalorian has set a massively high bar and it will be very easy for them to miss the bar. Now, if they get close, that's still fine. I mean, the bar is so high that even if you just get close to the bar, you're doing pretty well. But they've got to be very careful that that bar, that they don't miss it by a lot. Because expectations on everything uh, for Marvel and Star Wars, at the very least, is massive now.
0: But yeah, it's, it's I mean, you're looking at it. I mean, we've got five Marvel shows next year at least. We've got, we've got Bad Batch. We've got Book of Boba Fett. Mandalorian, we don't know what's happening with Ahsoka and Legends, I'm guessing they're sliding into 2022 um, but yeah it's just like, okay cool, we've, we've got a, and this, again, as a Star Wars fan, it's just lovely having have had this buzz about and you know, we everyone questioned the idea of a, of a Star Wars TV series of whether or not it was going to work and in some ways, Star Wars fans are more in a feel more connected to the series than they did with the whole of the sequel trilogy which is just crazy to think I'm sorry. You never.
1: I don't know what you're talking about.
0: Yeah, exactly. But it's that—that's the kind of. I mean, Force Awakens kind of awoken the Force, and it feels like the Mandalorian has actually filled that need. It kind of, again, maybe just due to the fact that they had two people running it that actually had a better connection. I mean, some people moan about it being, you know, just a load of uh, people playing with with toys from from the star wars universe it's like yeah but they they, they seem to play with them much better and we then just creating brand new toys and go, you will like
1: this <laughs> this goes this goes all the way back to the beginning of this episode yeah. two people who are very passionate about this project both mandalorian season one and season two and you can tell in everything they do uh if you if you don't know know that they're drawing from the toys it doesn't matter cuz they they look cool the toys were were designed to look cool so you, you know that's the troop transport that's the you know the the speeder and and so on doesn't matter they look cool but if if you're watching it from that that perspective of like having played with the toys yeah. as a yeah, kid yeah, or having yeah. played having played uh Dark Forces yeah. on the PC way back in the day and being like, oh my god, the dark troopers.
0: I used to have the slave one ship and oh yeah you know, and all this kind of stuff. So it's like, um yeah, it's just I think that has just continued to build on it and it's just delivered e- easily, without question, the 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 show of the year was Mandalorian season two. It's just straight up, there is nothing else even anywhere remotely close to it for me. It, it it has just been a highlight of 2020 and we need them. <laughs> it,
1: it, it's ending 2020 on a high note. Uh, that, that's what we needed. I mean, that's not to say there wasn't some other great programming out there. I haven't seen the King's Gambit yet, but I actually, or it's a Queen's Gambit. Sorry. Yeah. My wife,
0: um, my wife's been watching that one. Um, I,
1: I want to check it out. Um, I still haven't seen Tiger King. Uh,
0: that See, that was a whole other experience. That, was that
1: I think because I didn't watch it when it was like all the hype, it's not going to be the same for me. But and it was also I,
0: like it was like the week one of lockdown as well for us over that's here. That's true. It kind, of, it kind of had a. It's like we're all got to stay home, but we've got nothing to watch but Netflix. But yeah, so next week we are going to be doing um, a retrospective of the twenty twenty of everything that's been out. Um, we are going to be carrying on because basically we're kind of well, you, you can't do anything else at the minute. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, next week we'll be doing um uh, on saturday we'll be doing our best of 2020 and then the following week on uh the, just after the new year we'll be doing a look at what's coming up in 2021 so that's the next two weeks podcasts that we are gonna we're, we'll be recording them as, as normal because as i said but you you didn't you know you didn't head home for the holidays and you know there's no reason not to so nevertheless a huge thank you to everyone for supporting us um, on Patreon and our YouTube members. Also just want to say a huge Merry Christmas and hope you all have a really lovely Christmas. You know, stay safe. You know, make sure you keep the windows open. You know, don't have too many people over. Don't have too much turkey. And yeah, that's kind of it. Have a have a great and safe Christmas. And we should be back next week. And I'm not there, guys.
1: Thank you very much. Later. Enjoy some good movies. Check out yes. Soul. And Definitely check out Soul. And Muppet Christmas Carol. Yes. It's it's. I was going to say, Muppet Christmas Carol <laughs> is the best Christmas movie on Disney+. Plus. Yes. Die Hard is the best Christmas movie.
0: All <laughs> well, that's guys. Thank you very much. See you guys soon. Ladies.